faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Let's put it all together, shall we? Because it is connected. Two stories in the news today. The shock at the pump and Hunter Biden's laptop. They'd seem separate, but they're not. Once you understand a few key details, it begins to make sense. Like Russia's GDP. Oil and natural gas are responsible for more than 60% of Russia's exports. They don't export much else, I don't think, besides prostitutes and organized crime. We'll get to the prostitutes later. Hunter has encountered, it seems, most of them. But oil and gas are responsible for more than 30% of the country's GDP. Gross domestic product, their economy, 33 30% of the Russian economy, 60% of Russian exports. This motivates Vladimir Putin more than anything. And if Vladimir Putin were writing U.S. energy policy right now, it would be identical to Joe Biden's energy policy right now. This is not an accident. There's a good case to be made that Putin likely is writing our energy policy. That it's the only thing that makes Biden's behavior make any kind of sense at all. In recent months, the United States import of Russian oil has hit an all-time high. Never before seen. Check. Definitely Putin's policy. In exchange for exactly nothing. Well, nothing legal. Joe Biden greenlighted what Putin wanted more than anything else in the world. It'll change the geopolitical power of Russia, turn the volume way up on it for generations. Vladimir Putin wanted that pipeline into Europe via Germany more than anything else. It will likely, in the coming decades, more than double Russia's energy exports. Barack Obama and Donald Trump were both consistent on it. Sanctions for Germany and for Russia if it's built. Both men managed to keep it from being built. Joe Biden handed it to Putin in exchange for nothing. Again, a complete 180 on Barack Obama's policy. And this after shutting down the Keystone Pipeline and making grown men who mine for a living cry on national television because they lost their jobs, their future and their hope. Then this week, Joe Biden did a jaw dropping thing. With gasoline at 43% higher price at the pump than last year, he made two announcements. The first spun even the Wall Street Journal out. Headline, Joe Biden wants OPEC to drill. That's right. After shutting down U.S. pipelines, he wants OPEC to drill. You know, our enemies and not-so-great friends, this After, in the previous six months, Joe Biden has shut down oil and energy development in Anwar, which would increase use of the Alaska pipeline and the flow through it, which would be very helpful. Blocked the Keystone pipeline from completion, banned energy development on federal lands, shut down the sale of energy leases in the Gulf of Mexico, blocked energy development in Texas, Louisiana, New Mexico, and Alabama. Canceled oil leasing. In Alaska, suspended oil leases on federal land, even after a court ruled the moratorium illegal. He simply ignores that. That's what he does with the courts now. If he doesn't like it, he just nullifies it and pretends it didn't happen. You know that drilling on federal land? 
Yeah, that's 10% of our oil and 20% of our natural gas. Wonder why energy prices are going up? There you go. Bingo. Oh, and invoke the Endangered Species Act as part of a strategy to reduce drilling on private lands in the West. And then his administration is the gall to turn around and write a love letter to OPEC and Russia, begging them to turn up the production. Uh Uh-huh. The headline on the shocked Wall Street Journal editorial this morning on the opinion page, Joe Biden wants OPEC to drill. The White House pleads for more foreign oil. The U.S. question mark? Not so much. They write, this is the same Biden administration that spent six months doing everything it can to crush U.S. oil production. Was that mean of the Wall Street Journal? No, it's true. Says who? The Biden administration. In a second stunning move, I mean, after begging OPEC and Russia to produce more and more, the White House, the Biden White House, put out a statement. Here's the headline on the Breitbart article about it, which really captures the gall, I think. Headline, Biden White House, we are not trying to increase domestic oil production to lower gas prices. Come again? They want to make sure the left understands that no matter how high gas prices go in the U.S., they want to, they will not Increase. They will not do anything to increase domestic oil production to help lower gas prices in the U.S. Here's the first paragraph. Uh, s- scrape your jaw off the floor. The White House acknowledged Wednesday that President Joe Biden was not trying to increase domestic oil production to help lower gas prices in the United States. Just in case, you know, anyone was confused and they thought he had given up on kneecapping the oil industry here. No. So... Wall Street Journal asking a completely legitimate question this morning and a bizarre one. Clearly, the thing here isn't being green. They're begging for more oil from Russia, Iran, Saudi Arabia. By the way, did you know that Biden temporarily lifted the moratorium on oil from Iran so we could buy it while keeping the Keystone Pipeline workers out of work and ignoring that court order in order to shut down federal leases? Folks. With enemies like this, golly, you need a treason trial. The Wall Street Journal concludes, someone should ask Mr. Biden on his next stop for ice cream why the president thinks oil produced by foreign dictators in Russia, Iran, or Saudi Arabia is more desirable than oil drilled by American entrepreneurs. Can't use climate change here. You know why? Because our environmental regs around drilling are among the cleanest on the earth. Far cleaner far more stringent and far better than those in Russia, Iran, or Saudi Arabia. So for the left, buying that oil over increasing domestic production actually causes more pollution, more greenhouse gases. So this isn't about being green. If it were, they'd at least be logically consistent. This is about two things in this order. Wrecking the American economy so they can argue capitalism failed and paying off Putin, who is clearly blackmailing the Bidens. There, I said it. Let's take the first one. If you're a longtime listener to my show, you know this off the top of your head. My good financial news stack by the end of the Trump presidency was three feet tall. It's massive. And it stopped growing. It was a thing of wonder. And of all the wonders in it, this was the greatest wonder. Every quarter I would read it, 
the number one industry responsible for economic growth and expansion in the United States of America. The industry that contributed the most to it quarter after quarter during the Trump presidency was the mining category. That's oil, natural gas, and a small bit of minerals, basically. On average, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, 28 to 33 percent of the economic growth and expansion in the country, quarter after quarter, straight through the Trump administration, the mining category. Can you see why they're aiming a cannon at it? They hate this country. They want to crush prosperity, destroy the dollar and the economy. And this is a really good way to do it. I've already documented extensively on this podcast how the Russians own the Biden family. How Hunter took a $3.5 million bribe from the wife of a Russian oligarch connected to Vladimir Putin. How we know about that because the U.S. Treasury Department's algorithms flagged the transaction as potential money laundering. He kind of didn't report it to the IRS. The information was given to the U.S. Senate, though, and all the media has done is deny it. The U.K. Daily Mail, though, wanted to get to the bottom of it. How could they figure out if the Russians had really tried to bribe Hunter Biden and the big guy? who gets 10 to 20 percent, according to Hunter's laptop and numerous texts. Well, they did the easy way. They called up the Russian oligarch and his wife and went, yo, did you try to bribe the Bidens? Did you send them $3.5 million illegally? And if so, what were you buying? Her brother, who serves as her spokesperson, was happy to enlighten the world. He said that, why, yes, they did. They had sent the money, that it was real, and what they were buying with the money was access to the United States of America, right there in the UK Daily Mail. Now, why would Joe Biden, in exchange for nothing, do what Barack Obama and Donald Trump couldn't be made to do? Greenlight that pipeline into Europe, into Germany. Folks, this is how bad Putin wanted that pipeline. Putin built a pipeline from Afghanistan down across Iraq, fought a bloody war in Syria to clear out ISIS to protect the pipeline, and then planned to arc it up into Europe. He spent 10 years and billions of dollars doing this. This is how desperately he wanted the pipeline. Joe comes into office. This is why Putin was in Syria. Why would Putin be in Syria fighting ISIS? He's a good guy. No, he's clearing him out for his pipeline. And Joe comes into the office and goes, oh, you want a pipeline? Yeah, don't even mess with the Syria thing. Just go uh, just go down from the north. We'll remove the sanctions. We're good. You're good. Cool. In exchange for nothing? And after Putin personally mocked and insulted him? Yup. That sound like blackmail to you? See, here's how it works, folks. When the Russians or the Chinese give the Bidens money like this, they know, because they can look it up, that Hunter is not registered as a foreign agent. When you register as a foreign agent, you have to document the work that you're actually doing to earn the money. He wasn't doing any. It was a bribe. He couldn't register. Well, when you don't register, you can't report the money to the IRS. The second it hits your account, you are a felon. And the Russians and the Chinese know it. That is why they wire the money into Hunter's accounts. They do two things with it. They know he's not registered as a foreign agent. And the second he takes it, they got him. When the big guy takes the money, they know too. I've likened it to a dye test. You ever got dye injected into part of your body and then they want to, you know, x-ray you to see where it went, see how everything's going? That's what this money is. They watch it move through the system. So they don't just have Hunter taking this money. They've got 
where it went. They watch it move. And if the big guy got 10 or 20 or 50%, as Hunter has written three separate times on another laptop and his cell phone in a text, they got him. They don't just have Joe. They've got Hunter. We know Hunter laundered money, not just from the Treasury report, but from the fact that the FBI currently has an open money laundering investigation into Hunter over the very same transactions, both from the Chinese, the Russians, the Kazakhs, the Ukrainians, a list too long to recount here. But back to the fuel pump and why every time you stand there aghast at the for- at the total price, you should be enraged at how the president is owned and how Putin is controlling him, because that is exactly what is going on. As Hunter Biden helpfully explained yesterday in the UK Daily Mail, it was a recording of him. And it turns out there's a third, (laughs) a third laptop missing, not just the first two that we knew about. There's three out there, right? And so in the video, Hunter is telling a prostitute that the Russians have his laptop and his sex tapes. Look, everybody's seen the Hunter Biden sex tapes. They're all over the internet. Nobody cares about that. The laptop is another thing entirely. Folks, let me ask you a question. How many Russians do you know? Do you have Russians coming out of the woodwork in your life? They're like everywhere. They're moving in next to you. They're selling you drugs. They're showing up whenever you need a prostitute. Have you noticed when Hunter orders a prostitute, the only people who show up are Russian. Have you noticed that? Are you surrounded by Russians? Are they everywhere? I don't even know any Russians. But Hunter does. Now, just to put this in perspective, do you remember in Washington when if, if you were caught in a photo shaking the hand of a Russian on a greeting line at a nonprofit. You were treasonous and you had to recuse yourself, as Jeff Sessions did, from being attorney general. Remember that? Do you remember when Donald Trump Jr. actually met with a Russian for less than 15 minutes and he had to do 12 hours of testimony before the Republican-controlled House and Senate? Because I remember, well... Two incidents in the last six weeks. Russians. Remember the first one? Where it turns out Joe accidentally paid for Hunter's drugs and the Russian there is another Russian. Russian prostitute that Hunter had hired. The first four credit cards didn't work. So then Hunter just used Joe's. Within an hour, the Secret Service would descend upon his hotel room freaking out because Joe had paid the Russian prostitute. How does he keep running into Russian prostitutes? Well, in this version of the story, with three Russian drug dealers, he's partying for several days with separate prostitutes. And he realizes they stole his laptop. They've got videos of me, he says. But that's not the key part, as the Daily Mail reported today. No, this is the key part. From the video Hunter helpfully took while having sex with yet another prostitute. He says, and I quote, My dad is running for president about the laptop that the Russians have stolen. He is. I talk about it all the time. Then he says, if they have the laptop, talking about the Russian drug dealer, he also knows I make like a gazillion dollars. One problem. We know what Hunter was doing during that era in 2018 because we have his memoirs. He was on a drug bender. He was unemployed. How is he making, quote, like a gazillion dollars, unquote. What was he doing surrounded by so many Russians in two separate incidents we know about? Why did they steal his laptop? And here's the kicker. When the prostitute asks Hunter on the recording if he's worried the Russian thieves would try to blackmail him, he goes, 
Yeah. In some way. Yeah. Again, imagine this is Donald J. Trump Jr. who had to testify under oath for 12 hours and spend $24,000 on legal representation. If he'd say, yeah, I think they'll blackmail me. Oh, whoa. Those hearings were held when Donald Trump Jr. was viciously grilled. I'd like to remind you, that wasn't the Democrats. Republicans controlled Congress then. So where are the Republicans demanding a similar grilling for Hunter? I mean, he flat out said that the Russian drug dealer, because he had his laptop, knows I make like a gazillion dollars. We all know there's only one source for that money, folks. It's the bribes that he took from the countries, from people close to the government in those countries that his father had done business with as vice president or expected to do business with as president. And yet there's no hearings. There isn't a, a curious Republican in the bunch. And those are the same Republicans that wanted to know everything about Donald Trump Jr. Folks, this is so in your face that last night Sean Hannity practically had to be dragged off the set of Fox News in a straight jacket, losing his mind. The headline on the UK Daily Mail piece quotes Sean Hannity from Fox, quote, why is the FBI not doing anything? Sean Hannity says Fed's not properly investigating Hunter Biden's laptop. So can you imagine if a Trump kid or Trump himself had said, yeah, they got all my financial history. They'll probably use it to blackmail me. Oh, what's in your financial history? But the media doesn't want to know. Which brings me back to this. MSNBC, for a while, also the New York Times, went wild trying to find the Russian bribe money given, allegedly, to Donald Trump, which they told us absolutely they would find. If we could just get his tax return, we could find it, except we never did. And they were so desperate to find it, they went back to the 1990s and actually went through all the investors in the consortium that he partnered with to build a string of condo buildings because some of them were Russian. And the theory was they must have slipped him the money to bribe money back in the 90s. Must have been one of those Russians who happened to be groups of, you know, they were in groups of investors. And, and somehow they would know that he somehow, some way would run in the future. Well, honey, we got the bribery money. It's right there in the UK Daily Mail. We got the stuff they could bribe them with. The financial transaction history Hunter kept on all of his laptops. We got it all. Now, does U.S. energy policy make sense to you? Now, does it make sense that we would shut down American production, buy more oil from Russia than we ever have ever in the history of this country, green light in exchange for absolutely nothing. Putin's pipeline, which he wants more than anything in the world, is going to make him incredibly powerful in Europe and in the West. He will be able to project tons of power. He's going to, Russia will be the guiding light and the beacon of Europe. Right now, it's Germany, but this puts Russia in that driver's seat. How'd they do it? (laughs) Bribery, y'all. So remember that when you fill up at the pump, who owns our president? And it's not you. Also, never forget this stunning detail. The FBI knew about the theft or loss of all three laptops. They have possession of at least two of the hard drives. Maybe they got the third one. I have no idea. And that they knew this in December of 2019. December of 2019. That the big guy was taking a cut of what were illegal payments. They are currently under investigation by the FBI. Never forget. December of 2019, the FBI knew it all. 
and Joe, in December 2019, was pretty much toast. He was way behind in the polls. He hadn't come anywhere close to the South Carolina primary that in the spring would reinflate his campaign. In other words, there was no reason to protect Joe. No reason to protect Hunter. No reason not to go ahead and arrest Hunter. No reason to halt the investigation into the money laundering. Joe was persona non grata. He wasn't a nominee. Not even close. But they buried it. They protected Hunter, as they still do today. Why? I am convinced this is the reason Joe was picked for president. Convinced of it. Because if the Russians have all this, the FBI has it too. In other words, it's piggyback blackmail. Joe knows, as do the people around him, what the FBI knows and what the Russians know. Think about, to wrap this up, how lame the explanation we finally got for why Joe greenlighted that Russian pipeline was. Circleback Saki delivered it. It was because she said, we needed better relations with Germany. We needed to improve our relationship with Germany. I was unaware that our relationship with Germany was anything but great, was strained in any way. Does that explanation make sense to you at all? But the one I just gave you did, doesn't it? As long as the FBI, CIA, NSA, God knows who, possesses the evidence of the blackmail and the transactions, they run the ship. Or at very least, they do what they like. The Biden administration will always cover it for them. They have no choice. They can be as off the chain, doing whatever they'd like, as they want. And the FBI most certainly has cashed in, getting extraordinary powers from the Biden administration, which only plans to give them more. And that is what's really going on. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening.